Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always with me is my friend, Mr. Redbeard himself, (laughs) Jeremiah Stringer. How you doing, man? What is going on, dude? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm good. We got a lot. Hopefully, we're going to have some people coming over. The Shill Brothers, we were kind of watching theirs, uh, their live stream right before this one. Yeah. And they gave us a shout out. And so if you're tuning in after being on the Shill Brothers uh, live stream, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you guys on here. So uh, somebody just commented at the bottom. Oh, my. They're in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we get to see each other. Every once in a while. Every <laughs> once, I mean, we used to do that. That's the only way we used to do the podcast yeah. when we were together. So um, so we got a lot of stuff going on tonight. But before we get going, you know what we need to show right off the bat. Oh, what you got? We got to show the ticker. So the ticker <laughs> is up and uh, and running for tonight. Uh, comments are already starting to come in from people. Uh, people obviously were sitting here waiting for us to get started. Um, okay, so tonight's guest. If you notice, there's some little things sitting over in this area. I'm trying not to knock my microphone over as I'm doing this. And if you're listening and not watching, uh, we have a cavalcade. Yeah, there's an assortment here. Of, of beard treatments. We've got beard oils and balms. And we've even got this soap that smells... It's called Dark Knight. I love that people are like, you guys are always talking about these beards, blah, and then we're just doubling down. Oh, we're not. We're not backing down. <laughs> the beards are important. The beards are important, and we got a really cool guest tonight. Yes, because if there's one thing I think that that a lot of people will agree on, whether they like beards or not, beards and the outdoors go together. Yes, uh, we actually. Uh, We've been talking quite a bit, Matthew. We've been talking with him, and he is a, I don't know how you describe it, beard aficionado, maybe? He is. He is a beard professional. Yeah. Is what I would say. This is Matthew Treese. He is the founder and owner of the company Outdoor Beards, where all of this stuff came from. And so we want to welcome Matthew to the show today. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing good. Glad to have you on here, bro. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. This is cool. Awesome. So I'm just curious for those, the first thing they're probably going to ask whenever they see you, how long have you been growing your beard? Oh, seven, seven years, seven years. Yeah. I tell John hair. He lies to me. He says, no, bro, you're long. You're wrong. I tell him half an inch to an inch a month. He's no, not grow my beard much. Well, okay. So tell us about yours. Uh, man, my beard grows slow. When I first started it, it pushed out pretty quick. I had, I don't know, three or four inches within the first year. And then it like, it just came to a standstill. So I actually cut about two inches off today because I was kind of getting a little thin down here. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I trimmed off a massive amount of beard in, I don't know, five years. So now does your beard grow naturally that straight? Or uh, do you use a beard straightener? I do use a beard straightener, yeah. I use a beard straightener combined with a, uh, it's called a detangler brush. I mean, it's a girl's brush. 
uh, and I kind of clamp them together and pull it. And otherwise I've got these really tiny curls and yeah. I, I'll lose like three inches when I wake up in the morning, it's like three inches shorter because it's so curly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got some of your products here and we were just talking about them. You're in the green room. Uh, we got some balms, we got some oils, uh, we have some soap here mm-hmm. and you have this company outdoor beards yep. and you've combined kind of what we do. We're all about the outdoors. And then we started growing these beards. So <laughs> if you don't mind, uh, tell us a little bit about where that idea come from or, or how do those two passions cross? Yeah. So, um, my, my day job, uh, which I, I still actually have a day job. Uh, I'm in the vaping industry. Uh, so, you know, electronic cigarettes and, um, you know, the FDA was kind of starting to get involved. This is back in 2016 and regulations were going to come out and we weren't quite sure what was going to happen. And then in February of 2016, my wife told me she was pregnant with my, with my son. Um, oh, wow. and, uh, so it was kind of, you know, when you get married, she's, she's marrying me and she's kind of got to deal with, uh, what comes in life. But, but with this kid, you know, it wasn't his choice. And, I was worried about what was going to happen with my career. And so I was like, you know, I, I need to start something now so that if something happens down the road, I'm still able to take care of my family. Um, and I had started growing a beard. You know, I'd, I'd had a beard for a few years and I, I really didn't find products that I enjoyed. And I live in Idaho, as you can tell by the shirt here. And nice. Idaho people, we are all about the outdoors. I mean, in the spring, I can go from wearing a shorts and t-shirt at the park next to my house to within 45 minutes, I can be on the hill snowboarding. And so it's, wow. it's kind of a unique place. We love the outdoors here. And it just kind of made sense. I, I wanted to do beard care and, you know, coming up with a theme for the company is really important. And the outdoors just made sense. And so here we are, outdoor beards. Yeah. Nice. I take these little, uh, these little, they're almost like sample size containers. Yeah, the little half ounces. Yeah, yep. and that works perfect. I literally just throw it in with my hygiene kit and a little comb. Yep. That that you provide. Yeah, it's and, a comb. There's a you got a comb like like this. You send out one side's a little more fine, another side's a little uh, thicker there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I take mine out. Mine's in my kit. Goes out with me every time I go backpacking now. Super lightweight. Love it. Yeah. 0.7 ounces for you gram weenies out there. Yeah. <laughs> 0.7 ounces. And that little half ounce tin is a screw top, so it's not going to come open in your bag and yeah. you know, end up all over the place. Yeah, that was a good thing, too, for me, because when I was looking at these, um, the one thing I was concerned about was if it gets hot. Yeah. We live in Kentucky. I mean, oh. it can it can, it can be 75 degrees on the trail in January. I oh, know that boy. because it did that last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, you get stuff in your pack, it can get hot. And when this stuff gets hot, it could get runny. And I just didn't want to, I wouldn't want to get that everywhere. But seeing that's a screw top and the way it fits, I have no concerns about it at all. So no, it's, it's not going to spill on you. <laughs> so yeah. whenever you're, you're doing all your outdoor stuff, are you, have you been taking any backpacking trips? What you have outdoor beards, but what is your idea of your outdoor adventure? Uh, so I, I enjoy hiking the most um, or, or just kind of a, exploring to a certain degree so i do backpack that is kind of my my main pleasure but i'm not able to do it very often so like Mm -hmm. this year i only went once and it's kind of sad um you know i've I've got a wife i've got two kids we just had our daughter here a month ago 
Uh, and then between the businesses and work and the house and just life, I'm not able to get out as much as I, I enjoy. But uh, backpacking is definitely my favorite. But when it comes to backpacking, I'm I'm kind of like a weekend warrior. In fact, for me, like a single night is, is good. I've got my backpacking fix. Um, my favorite trip of all time, though, was Zion National Park. I went and hiked Observation Point, which is one of the tallest places you can get to in Zion. And then I did the Narrows, where you're hiking through, you're in a river, like waist deep in a river, hiking through a canyon. And it was, that that was the most epic thing I've ever done. Wow, where awesome. was this? Zion, Zion National Park in uh, oh. southern Utah. So you've got Arches National Park is southeast of Utah, and then Zion National Park is south, southwest. Uh, and I've been to both. I went to Arches with my brother that same year. And then the Zion National Park trip, I actually went there with a guy I met on Instagram. Uh, I saw his photos, and I was like, I, I noticed that he lived near me. And so I hit him up. I was like, hey, let's go have a beer. So we sat down for a beer, and I was like, hey, I'm doing this four-day four, four day trip to Zion, and I need somebody to go with me. Do you want to go? Uh, and it ended up being a great trip. It, cool. was, it was a lot of fun. Just this random guy who I met on Instagram, we went and did a four-day trip together, and it was <laughs> awesome. Wow. That's cool. You're getting a couple comments on here real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Congratulations on the new baby. Hey, thank you. She's That's so really cute. cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then also, if you grow your beard long enough, you can use it as a backpack. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to use it as a mask. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've asked if I'm allowed to do that. I was told by our, our local health department director that that's not the case. So uh, <laughs> somebody I'm a bummed out by that. Work. Somebody told me to put something in it and turn it into a bowl and eat soup from it. Was that you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, I don't even think that's possible. I've actually seen that. Actually, before. it is possible. Uh, so there's there's a picture online of a guy who does this, and he actually lives here. Um, and they do these competitions where they they style their beard in wheel, weird ways, and I I don't know if they put Elmer's glue or what in this, but they do all kinds of weird stuff. And the guy made a bowl and ate top ramen out of it. <laughs> that is crazy. He ate top ramen. And yeah, disgusting. Had, uh, one of the guys on that team, or I don't know if you call it a team, but it's kind of a sport. Uh, he he did these circles in his beard, and he put beer cans in it. And you just grab a beer and. <laughs> I, they that's just kind weird of awesome. Stuff. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Yeah. So we found out something about you. We oh actually boy, went online and we we watched one of your videos. It was when you moved okay. into the new place where you're sitting right now. Oh yeah. And as you were doing that, um, as you were moving into it, the camera panned by towards the end of the video, and you had some computer screens up. <laughs> and when the computer screens went up, that when I went over the computer screens. I noticed there were Star Wars things hanging from yeah. your ceiling. So Those are my Star Wars Lego sets. Yes. So you're a Star Wars fan. I am. That's funny. We're Star Wars fans too. Of course. That's why we get along so well. <laughs> yeah, big time Star Wars fans. And so we want to do something we we call around here the, the pop quiz. Oh. But this is going to be a, a Star Wars edition of the pop quiz tonight. Okay. Right, and we're going to quiz you about it. So here awesome. we go. All right, we're all ready. Here we go. Oh, it's gonna be. Oh, I don't wait. You got a mask? No, but I have a a baby Yoda Star Wars Lego set. Can I just do this? Oh, this I like it. That's this awesome. Is, this is maybe the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Oh. Man, I thought there was more time in that music too. There's not a lot of time. <laughs> Your Star Trooper. For those, 
for those people who are only listening, John is wearing a Stormtrooper <laughs> Halloween oh mask. Oh my gosh, that, this is great. <laughs> it fits his two-year-old son. This is my two-year-old son's mask, yes. <laughs> and uh, These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> the reason I sound funny is because uh, I have a Darth Vader mask on with, if you can imagine, a giant red beard sticking out the bottom. And I still have my hat on, so, I mean, there's that. I didn't know this was happening, or I would have gotten a bottom mask. <laughs> Honestly, we didn't know this was happening until about 10 minutes before we got started. So, okay, um, with that said, we got a few questions for you. So, I'm going to ask right. the questions. What you guys got? get to be the ones that answer the questions. So, the first question, uh, we'll ask you first. Matthew, you go by Matt or Matthew. Which Which do you prefer? I actually don't have a preference. Okay, we'll stick with Matthew then. Okay, uh, we'll stick with it. We'll stick with it. Matthew, um, <laughs> this is going to be the most confusing thing ever. Um, what would you consider to be the best lightsaber battle of all of the movies? Oh, my oh boy. I'm going to go with uh, in episode one, The Phantom Menace, with Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. I actually tried to watch that movie and fast forward just so I could watch that segment. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of the movie is kind of trashy. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty awful. Um, what about you, Jeremiah? Mm. Best lightsaber battle. I'm not. I'm gonna kind of cheat here. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna pick one. One of my favorite characters, actually. You have the child from the Mandalorian, and yep. it. You called him Baby Yoda yeah. for <laughs> for those of you who uh, are listening. And which started today. Yeah, and I've new... already watched the first episode. Yeah, people oh, are watching it live. Don't. don't spoil it. I'm not. All I'm going to tell you is the last 30 seconds no, of it no, are fantastic. No, I didn't no. tell you anything. I said the last 30 <laughs> seconds are fantastic. So if you think it's going to be ending, don't stop. It, you, it's awesome. It's <laughs> just right. awesome. I'm going to say anything with actual Yoda. I don't know. I tried to look into what species he is. And they it's don't, very. I don't know. It's unknown. Yeah, it's very hard to find much information. Yeah. So, um, I want to say any time that Yoda touches a lightsaber would be my favorite battle. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially uh, against Count Dooku. Yeah, Yoda with Count Dooku. That was that was that pretty was, epic. That was a pretty good one. My favorite lightsaber battle in Star Wars actually is not even from one of the movies. What is it? It's from one of the cartoons. Oh, hey. it was it was in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, okay, as they were getting towards the end. It was Ahsoka Tano and uh, Darth Darth Maul. Oh, that was yes. That was killer. That I was killer. That. I feel so like a good. total nerd right now. I feel so nerdy. <laughs> but <laughs> you're among okay. you're among friends. It's all good. Um, okay, so number two, and this is an important question. This is okay. this is an important question. Best non force wielding character. So somebody who didn't use the force. Oh. You want me to go first? Yeah, you can go yeah, first. You time. go first. I gotta think about this. Um, I'm going to say. Probably Princess Leia. No, she's yeah, a crush on her as a kid. User. No, she's she's force wielding later on. I don't know if you she is. That. Oh, he's right. That's there's yeah. We can't go with that. Hey, <sighs> you can't bring bring a nerd into this. And not I love it. it. <laughs> no, it's it's good. That's good that you're bringing that up. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with. I'm really loving the Mandalorian. I'm gonna go yeah. with it. Okay. Um, what's the main character's name? The Mandalor Mando. Well, but he actually has a real name. Mandalorian is just like the, the. I don't know if you call it a race. culture. No, it's not race either because he was adopted in. 
So now, see, I'm oh, nerding out too. Yeah, yeah. He's just so, he they just call him Mando. He's been called Mando for the okay. whole show. So, so let's yeah. just call him Mando, okay? Because I don't know what his name is. Maybe okay, we'll find fair. out. That's cool. What about you? Um, man, that's really. I was trying to think about it, but then I I had to, you know, deal with his. <laughs> he had comment. to interject. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I'm I'm kind of having a brain fart here. What is the the main stormtrooper in the cartoon, The Clone Wars? What's his name? The Rex. Captain guy. Rex. Thank Rex. you. I'm going to go with Rex, actually. I really enjoyed his character in that show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mine's Han Solo, 120%. That is so oh, yeah. Ha- Han Solo, I don't even care. <laughs> That's Han okay. Solo, like, my favorite, like, of the new movies that came out, my favorite moment was when him and Chewie walk into the Millennium Falcon and he says, we're yeah. home. I was yep. like, that. I might have te- I, I might have teared up just a touch. I might have teared up just a little bit when that happened, but I'm just saying, Han Solo, man, like he's just the coolest guy. A girl looks yeah. at him and says, "I love you," and he's about to die, and he just looks at her and goes, "I know, I know." I, know. <laughs> I mean, come on, I mean, coolest guy on the planet. Okay, so um, boss, best bad guy or bad girl? Mm, bad guy or bad girl? Yeah, I don't want to be sexist, so mm. either bad Hang guy or bad girl. We're gonna go. Outside Evil character. Video. Is that okay? Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so extended universe, uh, legends, Ooh. books. Right? Mm-hmm. Darth Bane. The Darth Bane trilogy Ooh, was yeah. my favorite book series. Well, okay, Thrawn was pretty good too, but Darth Bane is one of my favorites. That trilogy is amazing. I'm really nerdy. Oh my gosh. That, <laughs> dude, there's nothing wrong with that. There's All nothing right. wrong with that. He made the rule of two, by the way, for those who don't know. The rule of two with uh, master and apprentice only. That was Darth Bane. There you go. I love it. Star Wars so, history lesson. On the what episode does Darth Maul die in? Is it episode two or three? What episode well, is he dying? Yeah. Well, he gets cut in half in episode one, but then he comes he back lives. later in Clone Wars. Yeah. So he doesn't actually okay. die till. Uh, is it Star Wars Rebels that he dies in? It's Rebels. He, yeah, it's yeah. Rebels. He dies. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Man, so we are nerds. Look at this. No, really like complete, complete Star Wars nerds. How many people are getting off of here right now? Saying <laughs> this is supposed to be a, an outdoor backpacking podcast. <laughs> That's Star okay. Wars. We, I love it. <laughs> we just talk about whatever we want. We'll get back to backpacking yeah, here in just a second. It's okay. I don't mind. I really don't. <laughs> I would. I was gonna say Darth Maul. His lightsabers. I was like, this is the coolest is thing really cool. ever. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll have to go back to my mask and go with Darth <laughs> Vader because classic. He's a pretty cool character, man. I'm not going to lie. And sacrificing yourself. I mean, how can you, how can you argue you. I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm not going to fight you on that. Mine is deep also. Oh, okay. uh, I'm going deep cut on this as well. Okay. And it's actually, he's... I think he's in some of the books, but he's mostly a video game character, actually. And that's Darth Revan. Okay. I don't know Darth Revan. You know Darth Revan? No, I do. I read the book. That's one bad man. That was one bad man. But he was also originally a Jedi, and then he turns back to the good side later. So is he actually bad? He actually goes, he goes, actually, he starts dark side. Bastila Shan, I'm getting so stupid nerdy right now, people. Deeper than I am. She comes over to bring him to the light side, and he eventually goes back to the dark side. Oh, it's been a while. I think that y'all might need to start a Star Wars podcast. We might just have to have, like, 
like let's wait when this thing's over like don't leave the green room right away we'll okay. talk we'll talk we'll after chat. About yep. we'll okay and and last question this one has to stick to the movies okay which was the best movie oh, i'll gosh. go first on this one i haven't gone first on any of them i'll go first on this one okay it's the empire strikes back agreed hands down for me empire strikes yep. back I, I don't question any other i mean i'm not saying any of the movies aren't good that's just just got to be that way for it's me. It's the best. Yep. Jeremiah? I'm going to say uh, any of the non-Disney-fied ones is what I'm going to cheat code and go oh, with. Okay. That's yeah. not favorite movie. That's movies. You got to give me yeah. one. Come on, man. You're being forced to answer. really didn't like the Disney versions. <laughs> I guess not. Well, they're fine. They're fine. But there's a difference between George Lucas creating something and Disney doing something to Keep the ball rolling and make money. You know George Lucas created Jar Jar Binks, right? I actually like Jar Jar Binks. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I'm one of the... You don't like okay. you're, you're allowed to like... I don't no, like I do. Him. I do. I like okay. him. Don't worry, audience. I'll steer this train <laughs> back on the tracks. Okay. Let's get back on the trail. On, on the trail, if you will. <laughs> oh, I like That's it. Good. That's good. That's good, Matt. Thank you. So... Let me, let me, we're a backpacking podcast. Let me ask you some okay. about backpacking. Okay. We'll okay. get it on track here. So y'all don't have to yell at me. Um, what is your go-to backpack at the moment? Let's talk gear for a minute. People yeah, love okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an Osprey Athos, I believe it's called. Is it an Athos? Is that the um, big boy or is that the, like the 58? It's a 55. 55. Okay. Um, it's got the whole removable brain. One thing I like about it is that the brain actually inverts into a day pack, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, the thing I don't like about it is it's five pounds empty. <laughs> yep. So, fit, so. <laughs> okay, so I'm, just true story here. He currently uses an Osprey backpack, mm-hmm. and I started you out using the Osprey Atmos, backpack. Right. I have the Atmos, and the other day, um, I. Do yours have? Does yours have a red strap inside for you to like snap and draw the mouth closed? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right. Well, mine no longer does. Oh, I thought about sad. cutting. <laughs> I thought about cutting every strap off there. I was like, <laughs> ah, maybe it's necessary. Maybe it's not. But I think that mine is like I took the brain off because it is not a day pack. I actually saw hmm. somebody not too long ago on the trail and I stopped them and asked them, I was like, what are you wearing? And they're like, Oh, this little thing, this is actually the brain of my backpack. Yeah. And it like straps on me kind of like a running backpack. If y'all saw those, like the spandexy ones, but yeah. this one is strapped on and they're like, this is the brain off my backpack. Mine doesn't do that. The Atmos doesn't. So it's literally in a closet somewhere. I yeah, never, it was, used it. it was a newer thing. Yeah. But so, the pack's heavy and that's sad. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I use a I use I have a Stratus. It's a fifty liter okay. Stratus, and it weighs three pounds eleven ounces. So it's lighter for an Osprey pack. Um, it's not like the levity or anything like that, where it's like under two pounds or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is a lighter pack, and uh, I I like it. But I don't know. I like the packs that are just a big open bag with a couple pockets on the outside and a big pocket on the back, and I'm good. Like I'm just. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I just like, just let me shove all my stuff in there and not have to worry about it. You know, I know some people in all the pockets. Yeah. I don't need the pockets. Not for me. Now, what about you? Are you, do you like the, having all the extra pockets and things like that? Or it doesn't have a ton. Actually. I had my very first backpack 
was um, a Teton 3400. I bought it at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. And the thing had like 50 pockets on it. And my my hiking partner and I, we got into backpacking at the same time together. And so we kind of went through the gear process together. And so we both had this pack and we took it on a trip. And by the time we were done, we wanted to throw them in the garbage because we couldn't find anything. Because it had yeah. so many pockets. You think, oh, I'll be so organized. And you're not because everything's in a different pocket. It's hard to remember where everything's put. Yeah, so this I actually prefer just the big pocket. And then I use the side pockets for your, you know the water bottles. And the brain is, I've just got some random stuff in there. Like raincoat, my ditty bags in there, that type of thing. That's cool. Chris Acone's on here. He, he has some good videos. You ever watch Chris's videos? Yeah, I know Chris. He's got some I cool don't. stuff out there. But uh, you need to check him out. He's really cool. Uh, he collects old. He collects old Kelty spectral white clouds. I've never even heard of that. What is I haven't that? Heard of this either. But, but if Chris likes them that much, I'm thinking. Uh, you gotta check maybe them out. Need to find out what they are because <laughs> he's got a pretty good mind for the bat for the backcountry. So I'm kind of curious what those are. Do you know his day job? No. I don't know if he's comfortable with me sharing it, but I can tell you, you off the air. Anyway. <laughs> no, I won't do it anyway. I'll, I'll respect okay. his privacy, well, but he'll do it anyway. It's oh, one of the <laughs> it's one of the most interesting. I know now people are chomping at the bit, and he can comment it if he wants. Yeah. But um, he has a super super interesting J job. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you would never. I don't know. I don't want to say you'd never think that you know backpacking those align, but super cool. I was going to tell you, we were talking about ospreys. Um, whenever I was through hiking the long trail, two of the people in my trail family that I met, they were married. And um, one guy had like a 35 liter pack and his wife had a 30 liter pack, both osprey. And I was like, how in the world? Like mine's 65 liters and I'm still strapping stuff to the outside. <laughs> like, how are you all fitting such a minimal amount of gear? But I guess that they're like kind of sharing gear. Yeah, and that yeah kind they, of share tent. they share a tent. You can cut out a lot of yeah. space that way. Yeah. Chris just said that backpack is a 1990 era, 90 era ultra lightish 2.5 pound backpack, which for the 90s, that would have been super lightweight. Yes. For a backpack. Yeah. Super right. lightweight. Maddie Outdoors just said one big pocket, one water bottle pot or two water bottle pockets on the side and a stretchy mesh pocket on the back. All a man needs. Yeah, that's pretty much what my pack is aside from yeah. the brain. There's, there's not a, I guess there's like a zipper inside the mesh thing where you can hide your wallet, but I don't even use that pocket. Oh yeah. What I like to do is I always try to do it the exact same way to make things more efficient. So for some reason I'll put my backpack on the ground and lean it back and hold it with my legs. And mine has a zipper on each side on the front and then like a mesh pocket. And on one side, I always keep my little ditty bag with all my water stuff. And then I stick a couple of hot hand packs in there. And the you other like side, those hot hands, don't you? You bro, use those a lot. I love I've noticed them. that. That is my like one of my number one luxury items. Then the other side is always a gallon Ziploc bag with all my hygiene stuff. It's I just kind of throw the toothbrush in there. It's kind of gross. It's with everything, but <laughs> that's how I stay organized. At least it's not used toilet paper. That might be a problem. Toilet paper. I don't use I don't stick toilet paper in there. I gotta keep it handy, man. Your hygiene kit? It's not in the hygiene kit. Where do you keep yours? In the mesh pocket, I like to keep the rain jacket down at the bottom. Yeah. And then on the left side of the rain jacket, I stick my Z seat. On the right side of the rain jacket, I have toilet paper in a gallon Ziploc bag, toilet paper, 
baby wipes and uh, my deuce of spades in there. There you go. Yeah, Which we found out last our last podcast. We found out the deuce of spades is a failure, apparently. So, is it really? We were, yeah, that's what we were told. I missed that we, one. We just we just <laughs> learned that it's it's no good anymore. So it's had its time. Well, we've had. It. I'm gonna keep mine because I like it. I, I I like mine. So okay, question for you while while you're on here. Uh, so that's your backpack. Uh, yep. what shoes do you hike in, or do you use boots, or what do you what are you hiking in? I use Solomon trekking shoes. Um, or running shoes. Solomon Solomon running shoes. I think they're running shoes. Anyway, I prefer the low cut. Um, I do have a pair of Solomon hiking boots that I use at work. Yeah. Um because they last forever. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I just, I prefer the low cut when I'm hiking. I don't, I sweat oh, yeah. too much, I, I guess. I don't know. I like a little bit more airflow. Let's say I've got a buddy who took Solomon's on the entire AT oh, yeah. and every few hundred miles, you know, once they'd start to fail, he'd contact Solomon and they'd send him a new pair. Yep. Mine are yeah. still doing good. I've had them for three years, but yeah. I also don't, Do you-, you know, hike as much as I want to. Do you ever take uh, your trail runners or your, uh, Solomon running shoes in the wintertime? I've never hiked in the wintertime. I hate being cold. I hate it. Oh, man, wow. I really do. <laughs> hot hands, man. It was yeah, tight. apparently all I need is hot hands. They, they solve all the problems. Jeremiah <laughs> loves I've never gotten to winter. Dude. Jeremiah dude, loves cold weather. I take two puffies in the winter. It's just too cold. I'm cold right now. I know you are. We've got a heater in my garage right now so that <laughs> so, so Jeremiah can... Uh, let me explain a little bit here. So I used to be in construction. I was a finished carpenter back when I was younger. And one of the things I hated about that job, and I loved that job, but the thing I hated was using an outhouse. In the summertime, it's way too hot. But more importantly, in the wintertime, it's frozen. A frozen outhouse. And I hated it. And I could not imagine trying to do my business in the winter while backpacking. I just, no. No, I'm good. I'll I'm not going to for that. I'm not gonna blame you for that. I have the perfect solution. <laughs> okay, backstory. Last week or Monday, we we're talking about bidets. I don't know how we got to the conversation about backcountry bidets. We're not diving deep in today no. on bidets. Tom Tom Sipernowski. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name right. I think so, yeah. Tom got on our chat and he said if I send Jeremiah a a backcountry bidet, will he do a review of it? And without thinking, <laughs> Jeremiah said yes. I don't remember oh saying yes. And, and I don't think there's and, video footage and, saying that. And so this is what got sent to him today. We're hoping it's not used. It smells clean. <laughs> yeah. How would you okay? So this is a question. Question for you, since we're on this topic, how would you feel about using a backcountry bidet? Oh, here we go with the bidets. Oh boy. I don't know. I have enough problems with that whole process and the out- it's my least favorite thing about backpacking. Uh, oh. I, was, I watched one of your podcasts where you talked about technique. Um, <laughs> I've tried a couple techniques. I can't seem to find my technique. I hate having to deal with that. And I think it's one of the reasons I don't do multi-day backpacking trips because I just hate it. <laughs> so I love everything else about backpacking. Believe me, I love it. I even love the food, like the freeze-dried food that you boil in water. I love that stuff. I really do. I I like being sweaty. I I like sleeping in my tent. I've, my sleep system is amazing, by the way. Uh, but I What's just hate that process. Tell us about your sleep system. Oh, Hold on, uh, day off. Uh, yeah, take, we don't need to discuss the bidet. <laughs> just, Let's not talk about the bidet. No one wants to see my bidet. 
Uh, yeah, tell us about the, the system. Okay, so the sleep system, I use a um, the Nemo. Oh gosh, the Nemo insulated tensor. Tensor? tensor. Yes, there you go. I've got that with a Zen Bivy. Um, the Zen Bivy, if you don't know what that is, is like a it's a multi-layer system. So it's it's a sheet that actually attaches to your your pad. And then you can zip this thing up in multiple configurations. And I'm a side sleeper and my legs go all over the place. I normally have to have a leg sticking out of the bed. And so mummies don't really work for me. And the Zen Bivy is amazing. It's so comfortable. I think it goes down to like 23 degrees, which since I don't hike in the winter, 23 degrees is fine. And yeah. man, I sleep, I almost sleep better in that than I do my own bed. That's wow. awesome. Okay, yeah. so we're going to have to do this now. I, I, hate to, oh. I hate to say it. We have to do this. People are commenting. And, oh, no. And so we've got, um, I'd rather use poison ivy than a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people comment. Uh, backcountry bidet all day. All day. Uh, okay. got, poison ivy would be itchy. That's <laughs> uh, Oh, man, pooping with the view. Nothing beats it. Oh, man. Uh, Your viewers are great. <laughs> bidet no really don't <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> doc watson man that's awesome that's awesome and then backcountry back backpacking with jason gets on here mr backpacking with jason sir oh, yeah gets on here i hope What's you can up, see everyone? the kicker so uh it was speaking of that i need to be switching that up so that uh it's actually on right now mr backpacking with jason is on right now that's good so uh also just to comment the zen bivy um oh that's man cool. It is so cool. I tried. Um, I don't know if you call it a bivy. It was like the tarp tent. One person. It was an older one that I borrowed some borrowed off someone. Um, like the first couple of times I went backpacking, and my thing with the whole bivy setup was I could only go in like feet first, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what the clearance was, but it had to be under three feet. It's like only for me to sleep in. It's a, and, yeah for laying down when when it comes to a tent. I don't know why they call it a Zen Bivy. I'm I'm not sure what that. I don't I don't know where that comes from because it's so a sleeping is, system. I don't know why it's called a Bivy. If somebody John, knows that, please comment. Can is it possible for you to put a picture of that on here? What's that? The Zen Bivy that he's talking about. I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. Okay. So you got more personality than me, anyway. No. So you go ahead and keep going. Not a chance. So yeah, but I got a bigger beard than you both. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope so. You own a beard company. You better have <laughs> okay, a beard. That's beard. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Seven years. You got seven years on me, kid. Yep. Seven years. So the, the bivy is yours. You actually go in feet first. Okay. Well, the it's called a Zen bivy, but it's a sleep. It's basically a sleeping bag that hooks to your pad. It's not a tent. So, is that your full shelter setup? No, I have a, so my tent, um, cause the Zen Bivy, that's, I mean, that's just my sleeping bag. It's just a weird type of sleeping bag. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. My tent is, is a, um, it's called a nature hike up to cloud up to cloud up. Um, and I actually hate that thing. I just haven't. It, <laughs> so like what you're talking about with a, a Bivy tent, you can only enter mm-hmm. it from, like the long side and so i have to like crawl in and then turn around it's weird it's hard to get in and out of and i don't like it but i haven't found the tent that i want to buy yet well the one are you a two-person 
type guy. Yeah. I assume since. Okay, so this is the Zen Bivy right here. So we're going to put this up. There you go. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. it. That's the one. Do you I look like that when you're laying in it? Do you uh, wear your pants and on the uh, left, <laughs> on the left uh, right there? That's how I sleep. And uh, nice. yeah, I totally look just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to get me a quilt too, man, because I like a lot of leg room, and I have the Nemo um, Disco 15 degree, and it's like a spoon shape. So even though it's a mummy, it's like twice as wide as a normal mummy. And so okay. I sleep in it for like three or four weeks um, whenever I was through hiking the long trail and never felt too restricted. But the thing with the quilt is it's a lot lighter because you're like cutting out the second half or the, the back of the, the sleeping yeah. bag, if that makes sense. You're cutting yeah. out the, uh, the useless part of the backpack. Yeah. Basically. Or not backpack, but or sleeping uh, bag, sleeping bag. Yeah. And you don't have to carry that extra weight. The two person tent, I don't know. I wish there's a three person tent that was ultra light because, <laughs> you know, I have a North face three person tent, but it's like over five pounds. So actually John took it on an adventure one time, not on purpose, not on purpose, but <laughs> he got to sleep in it. What, what did we call it? It's like the, the castle. Yeah. <laughs> the, or the castle. Palace. It was the palace is what we, yeah. call it. we called it. The palace. So that's what I'm looking for, but I got to have, um, Oh, I'm going to try to say this right. I did it right in my video. People even commented. I can't wait to hear this. I like uh, at least having the vestibule. <laughs> you said it right, man. Way to go. Good job. Hey, very nice. <laughs> I feel like I deserve a cookie. So I don't have anything here. You can have some extra beard salve for your, you know. Oh, yeah. There you go. That'll help. Something sweet. Something sweet. I can eat it. There's a peppermint oh, one right here. I wouldn't suggest oh. you do that. No, <laughs> probably not. So I, I like having that vestibule so that uh, if it's raining or something, I can cook under it. But the double doors, the double doors is where it's at. So mm. I don't know. Yours, you say it sucks. Well, you didn't say it sucks. But if, you said I, had you a, it. if I had a single door that was on the side of the tent, I think I'd be fine. Um, yes. It's, the fact that it's on the long side, so like you you can't like sit down and turn into the tent. You have to crawl yeah. in, do this weird configuration to try to get out of it. Yeah, right here. If you if I use a Fly Creek too, I have a big Agnes Fly yeah. Creek too. And Hunter, a buddy of ours, got on here just said Nature Cloud Cloud Up Two is basically the big Agnes Fly Creek too. So if it, if that's the case, I know exactly what you're talking about. It feels like you're in a doghouse. Yes, a doghouse like is a perfect way to describe yeah. it. By yeah. the way, Jeremiah, I actually cook inside my tent. No way. You were talking about the vegetable. I cook inside my tent. Uh, yeah, I was talking about the vegetable. He, he watches. Vegetable. <laughs> vegetable. Vegetable. Hey, I want to let you know, too, uh, Hunter also said that beard oil is amazing. So, oh, hey, thank uh, you. Yeah, so. I went on a hike with uh, Hunter, and I had some with me. I actually nice. left it in the car and took the, the small one that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. I took the balm with me. But I didn't want to take the oil because it's a bigger bottle. Mm -hmm. So we got back to the car. I was like, dude, you got to try some of this out. He's got a major mustache. Oh, he does. Oh, nice. He has like handlebars going on and stuff. It's pretty nice. Pretty My nice. My wife won't let me do that. <laughs> she, like, I could. Like, if I let the mustache grow, I, it would be huge, but she won't let me. That's Mine hates awesome. it too. I want to hear about that. The cooking in the tent. Is that safe? He's probably using a wood stove. I, 
you know, what's I, don't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's safe or not, but uh, I don't know. I, when I wake up in the morning, I, I don't know, crawling out and I, I like it inside my tent. I don't know why, even though I hate the door with the tent, but I like being in my tent when I'm backpacking. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I have a, a jet boil. I had to think about that for a moment. Oh, okay. And, you know, I just set that up right there. And like, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it. It's not like I'm walking away or something. I'm in my tent. But that locks together, right? That's like the top you twist and it locks into place. Yep. So it's like my cook pot. I've had it to slide off multiple times on some of the stoves I've used. Oh, I and wouldn't do it with a regular cook pot. No. Yeah. I can see where the jet, uh, the jet boil would work. And I've heard some of my friends be like, yeah, I'm going to go get in my tent and turn on my stove and warm it up in there. But mm-hmm. I always hesitate to give people advice on anything like that. Cause God forbid they die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Cause they listen to some <laughs> idiot like me, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I, I don't know if we, I would we were suggest about, it for anybody. We were talking earlier about the weight of the oil. And Jeremiah yeah. puts on, or Hunter puts on here, Jeremiah is one to get upset oh. about weight. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, we use plastic bottles for our beard oil, whereas the bulk of the industry uses glass. And we mm-hmm. use plastic because I'm a backpacker and I wanted to be able to take it with me and not have it weigh half a pound. Yeah. That's awesome. There's, I noticed that your dropper's like built in because mm-hmm. I have, so I have one friend that, like, I showed you pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Brad, his beard was like down below his waist. He keeps it braided all the time. He teaches at the same school that I do. And, uh, I, I actually, um, let him try some of the beard oil that you gave me. So, and he loves it by the way, but he says, yeah, no problem. So he says that he takes his out of the glass bottles and puts it in a, like a spray bottle. I like okay. how you made the yeah. sound effect before you yeah. did it. It's not, it's not, he puts it in a spray bottle. It's he puts it in a <laughs> spray bottle. Hey, can Sorry. you make a sound effect for my bottle? I don't know what that would sound like. But... Yes. <laughs> Droop. Droop. <laughs> no, no, let me see. Let me like, make it on his ear. No, I wish man. Speaking of this, I do want to talk about this stuff because it, we're heading up at about 45 minutes in and I want to make sure we don't miss the opportunity to talk about this stuff because, um, I actually got to use, I've, I've using beard oil for a little while before um, I got this from you. And the one thing I never liked about beard oil was it was like near impossible to get it off my hands. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like I would, I would put it in, I'd get it all rubbed in real nice. And then my hands were like a disgusting mess for like ever. I felt like I could never get the oil off my hands. Um, but this stuff wipes off really easy. I was mm-hmm. shocked by that. Jeremiah and I were actually talking about that before the show. Yeah uh how much intentional yeah so let's ask you this if we're talking about beard oil i'm sure there's some other beard people on here and i know there's one guy that just commented on your beard stuff he's an astronomer on top of a backpacker and he likes the under the stars name so that one's the eucalyptus and grapefruit if you're if you're interested in that they're uh escaping the office was that channel's name yeah yeah escaping the office there's one here called escaping the office that's awesome so tell us a little bit what what made you choose the types of oils that you did and how did you, how did you come up with this? Cause you mentioned you didn't like the stuff that you saw on the market and you wanted to create something for yourself. So what was mm-hmm. it that made you choose what you chose? Oh boy, that, that goes, there was a lot of research in that. And I'm, I'm talking, so I came up with the idea of outdoor beards in 
because I decided in February I wanted to do something. I came up with the idea of a beer care company in March. Um, and then we didn't launch till uh, Thanksgiving Day of that same year. So there was, what is that, seven, eight months? Can't do math right now. Um, <laughs> pretty much all of that time was spent doing research and trial and error. Um, I spent a lot of money <laughs> uh, testing stuff out and, and playing with stuff and putting it on my skin and making sure I didn't, it didn't feel weird. And uh, the first thing I came up with balm uh, was balm. I'm more of a balm guy myself because I need that control. And man, I, I did so many renditions and it, it was really just about how it felt. Um, so when I say I didn't like what I was buying from other people, that was more scent related and the consistency, those two things is what I wanted to do better. And so the consistency of the beard balm, how it, how it feels, how it acts, I didn't need something that, that was a wax in my beard. Cause I'm, I, I like the natural flow and having it move in the wind. You know, I, I don't want it to be sure. like a gel. And so finding that, that consistency was important. And then the scent was imper- important and it was just a lot of trial and error. And I mean a lot. <laughs> You can ask my wife. <laughs> so maybe you can give me some advice. Uh, you're talking about, you know, the oils and John and I were talking about how it wipes off easily. I take that, that balm with me into the back country. Mm-hmm. And typically what I bring with me with my like cook kit is like a little, um, I don't know. It's like the thing you dry your car off with whenever you're at home, if you've washed. Okay. Like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So I was afraid after putting it in to wipe it on that towel and I don't really want to put it into the water sources. So what would you have anything to suggest if there is somebody and they use a product like this in there in the back country, should they mm-hmm. just um, sacrifice a baby wipe? That could be dangerous though. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Um, actually the whole water source thing is, is not really that big of a deal. Um, all of my base ingredients are all natural. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's not natural in there is some of the scent is created from man-made scents. Um, but it's such a small amount of the recipe. I'm talking like one less than one half of 1% of any recipe is going to be a man-made scent. Um, so the water source side of things, I wouldn't really worry about that too much. I mean, you dip in your plastic bottle into the water sources, probably going to put off more than that. Um, other than that, if that's a real concern for you, then yeah, sacrifice a baby wipe. That's going to be the easiest thing to get it off of your hands. Or if you do, you know, bring hand sanitizer, that'll do it too. Yeah. That's not I, a bad idea. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, we got to, got to make a real, real quick shout out here because, uh, He's becoming kind of a mini celebrity on our channel, and that's uh, Odin on the trail. Oh, hey. buddy Odin. He's he said his daddy has a beard, and he needs to get him some beard stuff. <laughs> nice. And, and I would agree with that one hundred percent. I'll tell you what you you get a hold of me, send me an email. Uh, well, should we do email? Message yeah. me on something. I've I'm all over the place. Message me on I'll, something, and I'll take care of your dad. I'll hook you up with that's Odin. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, that'd oh, be you're, awesome. You're gonna hook him up with some stuff. I'll hook you up with him. I don't. I don't have oh, the stuff. Hook, yes. Hook yeah, me up I'll with hook him. you I'll up hook with him up with the stuff. Wow. 
Odin. I like Odin. Yeah. And we've got some really cool comments coming in now. We got uh, beard oils equals hydrated silky beard feel. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That no, is one like thing I said, I noticed. I'm more of a beard balm guy. Balm is better for your beard than oil. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. That's good knowledge to have. So yeah. here's why. I'll, I'll give you a quick little thing here because I know we're starting to run out of time. Uh, oh, you're good. Beard, for it. beard balm has your, your cocoa butter, your shea butter, your coconut oil. Those are solid ingredients, and you can't put them in an oil. So your, your beard balm is going to – you have some stuff in there that you can't get from an oil. So, so it's kind of – if you can only do one, then I say do beard balm because you're going to get the most out of it. Some people, like myself, I use both because beard oil is fast-absorbing, whereas beard balm is slow-absorbing. So after I get out of the shower, I put in a little bit of oil first. And then I go about my business, and then I put beard balm over the top of that to last for the rest of the day. Oh, wow. But balm, balm is more important than oil. See, that's why you need to stay on after the show's over and give us some tips. <laughs> so, Sounds good. We, we need to hear from that. Uh, someone agreed with you, too. Doc Watson, he loves the blowing in the wind with his beard as well. Oh, yeah, right? Just, Doc Watson got a, has a beard. I've got a buddy who rides a motorcycle. He's got a big beard like mine. And, he comes over to the house. He steps off his bike, and his, his beard is just two sides right there. I love it. I love it. And uh, I will let you know that um, somebody commented that tobacco, vanilla, and also cider are my favorite scents uh, oh, that they yeah. like. And the tobacco, vanilla, Jeremiah's vanilla. wife, Bridget, likes the smell of the tobacco pipe one. Hey, that was inspired by my grandpa. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. He yeah, used to smoke a pipe when I was a kid. For those people that don't know, <clears throat> so I, I read about your story. I love that all of the things, like was mentioned earlier with the Under the Stars, um, I think it was called, all of the things that you produce and the names that you use have a story behind them and have they meaning. Yep. And w- what's really cool is you literally called it Outdoor Beards. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> that is your passion. Yeah. So. Yeah, sure. I, I love that, and I told my wife about the uh, the grandpa's pipe and the inspiration there. I was reading up yeah. on it on your website, but uh, that was absolutely her favorite. Well, I was going to say my wife picked out one of the scents that I got, and that was the uh, s'mores one. Oh yeah, she, my she my wife likes that. that one too. Every all the ladies like the s'mores, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She usually the other beard stuff I had, man. She would just be like, "That smells awful." And and then I put that stuff that s'mores in, and man, you you improved my married life. Thank you, I appreciate. <laughs> it. I'm glad to help. Yeah, awesome. Now there's also more to um you, your beard company than just selling beard oils. You actually have some causes that you really care about. Yeah, yeah. Would you, wanna, would you take a moment and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we haven't done anything for a little while. Um, I need to. I've just been so busy. Um, so the where we love to support kids with cancer. That's our kind of the, the thing that is behind us, I guess, or I don't know how you would say that, but um, what happened is the doctor who delivered my son uh, had just, her son had just been diagnosed with cancer or was diagnosed like within two weeks of my son being born, her son was diagnosed with, uh, it was called neuroblastoma, which is a cancer that affects kids from like two to five. Um, and so she she was supposed to be our pediatrician as well. And then when we go to have our appointments after the kid was born, she wasn't around. And come to find out this had happened. And um, 
I got involved in a charity event for her son. And if you guys want to see this kid um, on Facebook, look up Courage for Coleman. Uh, Coleman is C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And anyway, so I got involved in a charity event for him. And it was kind of a small thing. And I was like, you know what, I, I kind of want to do something a little more. And so we actually gave half of Outdoor Beard sales for a week to this family. And that kind of woke me up a little bit, uh, kind of seeing what they go through. And and then I got involved in some other families and I kind of got more involved. And it's, it's a thing for me. Like, I love kids. I, I love having kids. My kids are amazing. Um, and before I had kids, I actually didn't like kids. And then I had them. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is what this is. And now I just, I love other people's kids. I love talking to them. And um, so, yeah, kid, Kids with Cancer is something that we want to get more involved in. Um, as the company grows, I want to make sure that stays as, as a, a mainstay within our company, within the company. That's awesome. And that that's, there's something to be said when companies aren't just about making money. You know, when it's, yeah. it's about giving back and that's, that's awesome that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, we got about five minutes left that's and good, usually I'm about to run out of battery. On my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is the point where we leave it up to you and we give you, we give you a few minutes to plug anything you want having to do with uh, your okay. company, whatever you're doing. So plug away, man. Cool. Okay. So, and we're going to put on beard oil while you're doing that. Awesome. I'm going to plug a buddy of mine's channel here too while I'm on this. Um, Sounds good. So for Outdoor Beards, if you want to check us out, outdoorbeards.com. That's the website where you can purchase everything. We're actually about to be on walmart.com too. I got approved for that and I'm working on it. That'll launch in the next week. Um, Facebook is uh, forward slash Outdoor Beards. Instagram is at Outdoor underscore Beards. Um. I have a Twitter account. I don't use it. Don't bother. I, I never understood the twat, the twit, the tweet. I don't know. Anyway. The world would uh, be better without Twitter. I agree 100% with what Jeremiah yeah. just said. Uh, and then for YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel. It's just forward slash Outdoor Beards on YouTube. Uh, that one is more of a personal thing. I was telling these guys about that earlier. I use YouTube to explore my creativity. And so I just kind of put whatever I want up there. Even though it's associated with the business, I'm the owner and I get to do what I want. Therefore, that's <laughs> <laughs> I came up with it. I'll do what I want. Uh, anyway, my hiking buddy, though, his name is Brandon. And his YouTube channel is Grenz Adventures. So G-R-E-N-Z, Adventures. And uh, he and I go backpacking together. He's the guy I got into this with. And he does trip videos. So he shows off where he goes. And he's getting pretty good. He just upgraded his camera. He started using Adobe Premiere, and he's his videos are are coming along. So go check him out too. That sounds amazing, man. That sounds amazing. And my beard smells so good right now. What'd you put in? Like I put in the s'mores. Okay, Jeremiah. I like happy wife, happy life. You know, yeah. this one's on the rocks. I've never smelled it before. That's a vanilla bourbon. Smell I've got. The, I own. I've used. Uh, that. Smell my I'm hand. Not smelling your hand. <laughs> smell it. There's no way I'm smelling your hand right now. This is this what is, they tune in is, for. This is what we deal with every single yeah, time. This is typical. Things. I love it. <laughs> Trash. Weirdo. For those of you listening, I was just grabbing John's hand. That's why he's calling me a weirdo. I, I just wanted I just wanted the paper towel he dried his hands off with, and he decided he wanted to hold my hand seductively. I don't know. It's really weird. It's so, the beer, it's the beer ball, man. It, the smell just changes everything. 
Yeah, apparently. But dude, we do love this stuff. Uh, genuinely love this stuff. Um, thank you. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. So uh, thank you for being on the channel. It's been a lot thank of fun. Thank you for having me. This was this was awesome. I was super nervous, honestly. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'm normally, nervous about I do YouTube videos, but I get to edit those YouTube videos. And this one, I was like, I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, this here's the fun. guarantee a lot for everybody who's on our channel. It's a guarantee for everybody who's on our channel. They're going to have a higher IQ than the combined IQ of the two guys <laughs> interviewing them. So you're always going to be in good shape if you're on this show. Awesome. No worries about that one, man. No worries yeah, I'll about come that. Come back anytime. You just you hit me up. I'll come back. This was a blast. That's awesome, man. Oh hey, awesome. I just got an order on Outdoor Beards. My phone just popped up. I got a little cool. notification every time I get an order. So somebody watching this just ordered from my website. So thank you very much, whoever that was. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, man, have a good one, and uh, we'll catch up with you real soon. Hey, you too, guys. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see it. That was all right. That's cool, that man. That was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. We just met the guy who made this stuff. Like, and and I'm genuinely saying this. Um, you know, it's it's good stuff. I like that he uh, doesn't use coconut oil because Brad told me that he doesn't like coconut oil. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's your, he's your beard aficionado, isn't he? Bro, he knows about beards. I think. Yeah. The proof's in the pudding. They say. Yeah, I guess so, man. I guess so. But uh, it was definitely a good time. Definitely a good time, and we'll definitely want to get him back on maybe before too long, maybe in a year or two or something. See how the business has grown and what it's doing, and yeah, absolutely, and, and hear about his adventures. Oh yeah, I want to hear about his backpacking adventures. Yeah, hopefully he can get the kids out with him. Yeah, as they get a little older. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Also, uh, just a big, pl a quick plug: we uh, this next Monday we'll be back on at eight thirty p.m. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Justin Sylvester. Yeah, it's good in the woods. Yeah. Justin Sylvester. It is good in the woods. Yeah. I'm real excited to have him on here. And then the week after that, why don't you tell us about our guests the week after that? We had, if you didn't already hear, <clears throat> I don't think we made an official announcement. We just mentioned it in a previous recording. But uh, if you like to read, especially anything to do with through hiking, I like to listen to the audio books. I don't really yeah. <laughs> love the reading. But he wrote free outside. He did the Triple Crown in one calendar year like literally i'm listening to the book right now i was just listening to it earlier today finishing it up and backpacking through the snow like imagine doing the hardest parts of the at cdt and pct but you're in like two feet of snow yep yeah so jeff garmere is his name and uh, we plan on having him on uh, a week after justin yep so we got some great guests coming up um also we're gonna start doing some giveaways here real soon uh we got some things that we're gonna be able to uh give over to you guys um want to make sure that more than anything like we said last week we like to give back to you guys so if we have the opportunity to hook you guys up with some free gear we're gonna do it but uh if that's all you've got jeremiah i think it's time to go ahead and start signing off for this yeah much love folks thanks for coming it's always a pleasure i'm glad we got to do like a little surprise live stream on a Friday night, um, and it lined up perfectly with the Shields. So if you came from the Shields, thank you and welcome. And we do it, we've been doing it like nine, seven, eight, <laughs> ten, fifteen times in a row every Monday. Yep. So we're just glad to have you guys on here. Have a good one, and we will catch you on the next go round. Adios. Adios.